0: Bill Mackay, I bet you're a tea drinker. Good morning.
1: Earl Grey, thank you. There you and go. By the way, there's a shortage of the complimentary baking in the Auckland studio at the moment.
0: Yes, there's been one for several years, I think. Oh. Apart from Christmas, the Christmas show.
1: Yes.
0: Um. I'll get I'll 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 get people onto onto it for you, Bill. Okay. Um, thank you. Now, car park conversions. Why are we yeah. having an excess of car parks, or are you saying get rid of them and then we can build apartments in them?
1: Well, we're definitely um, seeing a declining usage of them in city centres. Um, because um, particularly young people um um and people living in the apartments are moving to other modes of transport you know walking cycling scootering buses trains taxis ubers alley car rentals you know and and this is a concept called mobility as a service you know so we we don't need to own a car in a big city anymore and also you know you've got councils discouraging car use particularly in central uh, city central areas and even commercial and apartment developers are putting in less car parks now Um, and it's become very common overseas now to design new car parks in a way that allows them easier conversion to other uses particularly apartments or hotel rooms or something like that. So um, I, th- I think, and I've talked about this a, a fair bit, after we all learned to work from home from COVID, uh, we're seeing a lot more people working remotely, working from home, and that is emptying out offices in the inner cities. Uh, we're seeing, we're starting to see more commercial buildings Um, being converted to apartments and accommodation. Um, And uh, I point out to people there's way more than you think there is. Uh, In Queen Street, for instance, in Auckland. So... um, what we, what we call this kind of thing is adaptive reuse. And car parking buildings, they, they, they're gradually, they're generally reinforced concrete and, and sturdily built because they've got a whole a whole lot of weight. Um, but concrete's got a very high carbon footprint. Um, and um, it doesn't make sense to demolish all that and chuck it into a hole in the ground, you know, a landfill. um, um and then build another structure all over again, so adaptive reuse it's it's a much more efficient solution climate wise it's also obviously got benefits and costs and and you know the sustainability and all of that so um here's, I'll just run through a few issues um and number one would would be people saying it just sounds terrible, putting people putting housing in converted car parks but like all architectural design adaptive reuse it's it's a matter of how well it's designed you know you can build a new building that's not very good or you can build um, a new building that is good it does come back to good design in the end Um, a lot of people out there will be saying but when I drive into a car park it's got a very low ceiling yes Uh, interesting observation yep and and that can be that can be definitely be true, not but many that's, windows, yep. Yeah, but it's also frequently a trick of perspective, um, because of, of the openness and the breadth of them. Um, but one solution is to actually cut out every second floor or something like that, and then you can fit in little mezzanines and things like that. So, you know, there's always you know a different way of skinning the cat, um. And um what what we do need to do with those is kind of like get more glazing on the frontage because the the higher the glazing, the more daylight gets distributed into interiors. Uh the next thing people will be saying is, Oh, car parks are cold and damp and and that's true, but they've got open sides and quite quite often, because cars are designed to get wet, um, they often don't have properly waterproof roofs, um, but once we, you know, adequately clad them and and um, roof them, um, then the expanses of concrete are actually very good. Concrete's not a um, insulator; it has what we call thermal capacity, uh, so it can either store coolness uh, in summer or it can store store. Sorry, It can store coolness in summer, yep, Um, but it can also um, store heat in winter and what we call kind of like passive heating. So sunlight falls on the concrete floor or tiled floor, granite, marble, anything like that. Um, It will absorb it and re-radiate it later on. It's like water. Water does the same thing, which is why in winter uh, it can be warmer in the sea than not um the, there are definitely lots of parts of car parks that you wouldn't want to live in um, so the concept here is that you put apartments along the front where they get direct sunlight and you know decent daylight and all of that kind of thing, but lots of you know I often say that housing you know whether it's upmarket housing or whether it's kind of state housing or. Whatever social housing, co housing, it's not just about putting roofs over people's heads, it's about building communities. So, all that other space in the car park, um, we can actually use for uh, facilities for people living there and also make them publicly available, you know, which can subsidise the, the cost of what you're putting in there in terms of dwellings. Um, so, I'm thinking here about. Um, uh, Laundries, laundromats, um, storage, bookable guest spaces, bookable gathering spaces, commercially rentable spaces, of course, um, but maker spaces co-working spaces, all of that kind of thing. So I've I've been running projects at the School of Architecture with students for a couple of years now on this kind of thing. It's amazing what they come up with. Um, I've had students coming up with things like uh, cat exercise spaces because a lot of people in apartment buildings do... Do have pets? You know, there's a glut of, glut of small dogs around mm-hmm. at the moment. In my opinion, I'm a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
0: what, what what is happening? Uh, I, mm. I know you want to come back and talk about some of the other possibilities, yeah. but while we've got time, what is yeah. happening? Are, are car parks becoming vacated and left vacant, or are yeah. you looking ahead mm. and saying they're going to begin to look at the the returns they're getting, and we we may see some of them become vacant?
1: Well, both, and I've got experience because I have a private office in a kind of quite upmarket apartment building in Auckland, and um, when it was built in the 90s, um, those car parks were going for $100,000 each. Um, Now it's half empty, you know, um, and generally I get the bus and that sort of thing, but when I go into the car park... uh, whether it's evening, day weekend, holidays, whatever it's half empty Um, so yes there is a market at the moment for people wanting to rent a car park but there's just not the demand mm. that there has been 20 years ago. And what would people.
0: conversion involve? Because this is the other yeah. thing, the costs, uh, the costs involved. I mean, and what's, your, what's your alternative, just well, to demolish? Still or than, what's
1: it, th- it's still cheaper and better than building new. And I was just, as I mentioned last time, over in Australia, so I had the, the opportunity to have a look at a couple of converted car parks over there in Melbourne, um, and um, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know it was a former car park. You know, they they start off on the top floor of the building where the, the daylight and the view is better. And there's also, it's not open to the public at the moment, um, but I had a chat with the people over there. Um, there's the roof of a car parking building called Sky Farm. And um, this is another big thing as well. We've got all that concrete, we can start greening our cities, collecting water, collecting sunlight.
0: There's something else that occurs to me, I'm sure you'll have your eye on the second series of Living Hell, the Hobans, uh, Roger Levy and John Gray's investigation into, as it turns out, quite contemporary or fairly new major uh, apartment builds. Is there something to be said in a way for the tried and true, first, as uh, is, is a foundation for your building? And second, how are they going on earthquake ratings, many of these uh, car parks?
1: Well, um, in terms of earthquakes, um, like I mentioned before, you could cut out the odd floor and things like that, but... Um, you probably Most put in some are...
0: of those 45 degree angle posts that seem to be, certainly in my town, <laughs> they seem to be part of any. Uh, there's new an development. architecture
1: firm with initials that look like those 45 degree yeah. angle posts. Yes. So they're, they're specialising in that yeah. at the moment. Um, but um, they're pretty good, but you can stiffen them up yeah. uh, pretty easily.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then the, um, the issue comes down to the cost. And your view would be that starting it's with what's there cheaper. is probably still cost effective. Yeah,
1: and I've had a lot of practical experience in retrofits and things like those. Actually, I prefer them much easier.
0: Mm. Well, just uh, imagine in, even in the demolition process, let yeah. alone costs. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff as always, Bill. Thank you very much. Bill Mackay. He is based uh, at the University of Auckland, where he is Senior Lecturer in the School of Architecture and Planning.